Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is The Sharp Edge, a sports conversation for the sports betting world. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. Featuring legendary handicapper Brandon Lang. How much that do-re may be for? And Scott Seidenberg. The Spartos, the Motorheads, Geeks, Bloods, Wastoids, Dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. This is The Sharp Edge. And we are back. Yes, the Sharp Edge is back from our little summer hiatus, if you will, alongside the legend, Brandon Lang. I'm Scott Seidenberg. And Brandon, it's been a a fun uh, month or so off, uh, kind of taking a break away from the sports gambling conversation. I mean, I'm still involved because I'm still handing out my baseball picks every day, as you are. But in terms of the podcast, we took a little step away, enjoyed a little bit of a summer break. I know you've been, I've been playing a lot of golf. You've been playing a lot of golf, but dude, the people that you're playing golf with a little more prestigious than the people that I'm playing golf with. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about what you've been doing this summer? Bro, we, we, we kind of took a little bit of a break, kind of like a fat girl and, you know, kind of like we're out of here, like a fat girl in dodgeball, bling, bling, gone, see ya, wouldn't want to be ya. No pun intended. But this is kind of the time right before preseason football gets ready to go. I always, of course, come out to the Hamptons in New York and, and play a little golf. And so I decided to roll through Shinnecock and Maidstone and Friars Head and all these great tracks out here. And so I found myself playing with a guy that's a little bit of a sports better and just kind of the NBA playoffs were going on, and we clicked. The next thing you know, we never played Shinnecock, and I know a member of Shinnecock, and I got him on Shinnecock. And next thing you know, because I got him on Shinnecock, he sends a private jet to pick me up, and he's got courtside seats to the Celtics, 12 rows center ice to the Bruins, and he's got a box for the Patriots. So he sends a private plane, picks me up, and I go to game seven of the Stanley Cup, 12 rows up center ice. Unbelievable. It's me, him, Sean McDonough, the announcer, and my boy, Mr. Newman, who who, who I played golf with at Boston Golf Club a couple years back. And just a great time. Can't wait for NBA season to start and sit courtside with him. And it's just, uh, it's it's been a hell of a Hell of a summer run for golf, but uh, you know, you and I talked about getting ready to head back to Vegas here in about three days and and start to prep for college and pro football. We're you know we're twenty something days away from the Hall of Fame game, and it's just uh, it's been a great summer. You know, I had a good finish to the NBA playoffs. Baseball's been pretty darn good. I think a ten dollar better is up close to close to six grand right now as we do this podcast, and it's been a, been a pretty good summer. But you know, and I know. You can sniff football, brother. Training camps are starting up. Rookies report in July 22nd. And, brother, football season's right around the corner. There is nothing. But it's like walking into a strip bar and a stripper's getting off work. And you're walking in. She goes, hey, you're kind of crude. Let's go drinking. That's the way football season is right there. You didn't have to buy a dance. You didn't have to buy a drink. She just grabbed you and said, let's go deep. You're like, football, baby. Right I feel it already. I really do. You know, And I've been... I've been going over some win totals already, like in my mind, just kind of jotting some things down and, and especially in college football, which is really my bread and butter. And for those of you listening, you know, you got to make sure that you subscribe to this podcast because we're just going to be handing out straight fire come football season. Uh, I, I was looking at college football, Brandon, and 
you realize that there are only three teams in the country with a win total projected above 11 or 11 or above. Georgia is 11. Alabama and Clemson are both 11 and a half. And honestly, I talked about this on on my other podcast, the College Football Film Room uh, here on Believe. And the national champion is going to come from those three teams. It's not going to come from anybody else. So you're essentially saying, let's bet over the win total. What would Clemson win last year? 15? Uh, I agree with you with Clemson and Kelly Bryant and and that offense and those receivers, they're going to be unstoppable. Alabama's going to get to 13 wins no matter what you do on the face of the planet Earth. Jake Fromm, big year for Jake. Of course, a lot of people projecting him to be a top 10 draft pick, the second coming of Matthew Stafford. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But uh, I do like all three of those teams to get to at least 13 wins. Listen, I love Kirby Smart. I love that Georgia defense. I, I think Kirby's going to be a little bit of a sleeper. They're so close. They had Bama beat, having had him down by double digits and didn't close the deal. That's on Jake Fromm. A couple of bad, bad decisions, a couple of bad picks. Jake's had got to have a good year. If Jake Fromm has a Heisman Trophy year, I'm calling it right now. The Georgia Bulldogs are my shocker to win the national championship. I think Alabama and Clemson play in the semis. I think Georgia gets a little break and doesn't have to play Bama twice. The Georgia Bulldogs and Jake Fromm are my sleeper to win the national championship. Look, I like where your head's at. Alabama and Georgia. Here's the problem here. Alabama and Georgia, their seasons don't begin until the SEC championship game. They're both going to be 11-0. They're both going to go to the SEC championship game. And then, yes, I think the loser of that game still has a really, really good chance of getting into the college football playoff. We saw Georgia get left out, and well, they're obviously going to have a fight now on their hands if it happens again and they lose to Alabama, and we'll see what the situation is this year with teams like Ohio State and Oklahoma, who I think are the next two top teams from the two Power Five conferences. But if it comes to a situation, I don't think that they're going to put Alabama and Clemson in a semifinal. I think they're going to be the two top teams, the two undefeated teams, and they're going to wind up with the potential to face in the national championship game, not the semifinal. I think because here's what's going to happen, Brandon. If Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship game, I can't believe we're talking like this already. It's July and we're planning out the college football playoff. But think about this. Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship game. You're going to have a Clemson undefeated number one. They'll face number four, Georgia with a one loss. Alabama is the two will face off against either Oklahoma or Ohio state, whichever one gets in. That's your college football playoff. Unless you're telling me that Georgia is going to beat Alabama in the SEC championship game, which right now I'm not going to pick. If Jalen hurts, doesn't come off the bench and make two unbelievable throws, Georgia gets Alabama in, in the SEC championship, and we have the exact scenario. Bottom line, Tuga, Tugalua, Lua, Tugalua, to your Tugalua and my Tugalua, Tugga, 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 Tugalua, however the fuck you pronounce that guy's name. Hunga Vailoa. Thank you. Whatever. You know, and his, you know, 
whatever. I, I, I like Jake Fromm more than him, and I think Jake Fromm's going to have a better upside in the NFL. Call me crazy, but I'm a Fromm believer. I just think that this is George's year. Sorry. He can't. Could be. And I get Clemson. I get Bama. Somebody's crashing the party this year, and I think the person crashing that party is going to be the Georgia Bulldogs. But you agree with me that the national champion's coming from those three teams. You yeah. can't see you can't see an Ohio State or a Michigan or no. Oklahoma winning the national title. No, Oklahoma. I'm not a believer in Jalen Hurts. Ohio State, not a believer. Listen, we don't know what this, we don't know what to expect from Justin Fields. We don't know, but they, they no. you know they have a talented roster. You know J.K. Dobbins is a Heisman dark horse, and they're going to be good even without Urban. But you Ryan. know what? Letting Tate Martell go. And letting him go to Miami and making your lot with unproven Justin Fields, I think is a huge mistake by Ohio State. I think Ohio State with Urban Meyer leaving, I think Ohio State is due for a down year. Well, then it'll Urban finally Meyer. be Jim Harbaugh's time. It'll finally be Jim Harbaugh's time because yep. he's never beaten Ur- Michigan. He's never beaten Ohio Ur- State. Yes. Urban Meyer deflected a lot of the Rose Bowl preparation to the current head coach. And the way they imploded in the fourth quarter against the Washington Huskies offensively, where it was the backdoor bad beat from the movie Fletch, you going to use the whole fist there, Doc? Yeah, listen. Having Ohio State minus the points up 28-7 in the, th- in the fourth quarter and not covering that game, yes, I'm a, little, I'm a little still upset having lost that game. Ohio State's in for a down year. I'm telling you right now, down year. Ohio, mark my words. Mark this podcast, date, time, year, whatever. Ohio State will not be in the Final Four of the college football playoff. Okay. You heard it here. So you're saying forget about the top four. Let's just strictly big 10. Do they win the big 10? Yes or no? No, okay. no. Okay. Done. Cause, cause I'm saying you done. could still win the big 10 and not make the top four. That's happened. Both that's happened yeah. in the past two years. But, done. See, because the, 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 the head guy isn't going to pay the criminals that urban did. I mean, <laughs> I, listen, I've said this to you for the last, year for urban meyer to call bill belichick and say aaron hernandez is a really good kid and he's just got a bad rap and you're getting a first round talent in the fifth round and belichick believes urban meyer so they draft aaron Rodgers, and what they draft a, a murderer. fucking murderer yep so let's just call it like it is scott now tell me i'm right or wrong you're right. You're right. I, I'm with you. And, and Jim Harbaugh even came out and said that controversy always follows Urban Meyer. And he's right. You yep. go back to you go back to everything that, that you know, he has gone through in the past. And, the re, you know, Scott. he stepped away once. He steps away Scott. again. Who knows when he's going to come back? It's always followed him. Yep. Scott, the article online about the number of Florida players yep. that got in trouble mm-hmm. under Meyer were in the 30-something. Yep. And they had a lawyer on staff to be called at any hour of the day. Just Google the story online. It's unbelievable. 
you talk about Eminem being Slim Shady to the Slim Shady. Urban Meyer is a flat-out OG and got away with it. Unbelievable. A little sleazeball action there. Uh, Real quick on the NFL, some things that may have jumped out to you in your preseason preparation. Um, You know, New England, obviously, in the AFC East, I don't think anybody's going to come up there and give them a a fight, even though I do think they take a step back. But here's the question. Does Gronk come back at all this season? Is that a possibility? You don't think he comes back at all? Okay. Um, Do the Jets... I'm, do the jet do I'm the Jets shoving. have a chance in that division or no, no. no one? It's just the I'm Patriots. Shoving. That's it. Yes, I'm shoving all in. I'm calling it right now. You ready? Yeah. The Cleveland Browns will make the playoffs and win a playoff game. We're gonna get a repeat of the Patriots and Chiefs in the NFC in the AFC Championship game. Okay. But I am shoving all in on Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns. I think they're going to be the Cinderella team and the darling of the NFL. That's my early season Langer the Banger prediction. All in! With Baker uh, I like it. I like it. I think I think the I think the AFC is going to look a little different. I think the Colts are going to be better in the AFC South. Uh, yep. I think obviously the Browns have have been drawing a lot of money there in the AFC North. I think in the NFC the Bears are a hot ticket that everybody's jumping on. I think the Carolina Panthers are a lot better than people are giving them credit for, and, and I, I think their defense got better. If Cam Newton's shoulder is healthy, they are a dangerous team. Everyone's all over the Saints. This, the Saints, that. I think the Panthers are going to be really good uh going into this season and another team that i think is actually um a dark horse if you will and yeah people have been down on them the atlanta falcons do you realize that the atlanta the atlanta falcons okay do not play a game outside they do not play a game outside until november 17th against the carolina panthers they are indoors for every single game, their first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games of the year. They play their first nine games of the year indoors with Julio Jones, with Devontae Freeman, with Calvin Ridley, with Matt Ryan. Nine games indoors before their first outdoor game against the Carolina Panthers. I got two words for you. No, I can't say two. Four words for you. Matty Ice. No dice. <laughs> not a believer. Okay. I'm not That's a fine. You're Matty not a believer. Ice. It's fine. It's okay. Not You're not a believer. a believer. I think the reunion with him, I, I think the reunion with Dirk Cutter on that offensive staff, him and Matt Ryan had a nice little relationship a couple of years back. I think Matty Ice is a guy that I would look at in fantasy football this year. I just think they're going to have a decent year. You can have him. <laughs> okay. I was at the Super Bowl. I was at the Super Bowl. This year in Atlanta. I was at Jay Glazer's private party with my publicist, Braun. We're up in Jay Glazer's private space. 
Tony Gonzalez comes up. Chris Long comes up. Hanging out, partying with them, having cocktails. I lean over, <clears throat> put my arm around Tony Gonzalez, and this is all I said to him. I go, Tony! On the fourth down play against the 49ers in the AFC Championship game, you're still open! You're open right now! Tony, you're open! And he looks at me, and he starts laughing, and he goes, bro, I was wide fucking open. And what did Matty Ice do on that fourth down play at the Niners 13-yard line? He had bunch formation, three receivers on the right with Julio Jones, and he had Gonzalez, the Hall of Famer, isolated on a corner, one-on-one on the left side, no dice, Matty Ice, where are you looking? Bunch, crowd, right, or my Hall of Famer left? Matty Ice, no dice, throws right into coverage, batted down, and Kaepernick and the Niners go to the Super Bowl and lose to the Baltimore Ravens. Point of the story. (laughs) Tony! (laughs) You're still open, Tony! (laughs) And I don't know why I find myself in these situations where I meet NFL players and I'm able to say shit to them where they laugh and go. Then they'll look at me and go, how do you remember that? I go, dude, you were wide open. You were wide open. And he just shakes his head. We did a shot. He walked away. I mean, it, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, yeah, have Atlanta. But when the chips are down, you, I'll never trust a quarterback. That blew a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl. You got Come it. Come on, Ma- bro. Matty Ice, no dice is what you say. Matty Ice, no dice. (laughs) No dice, buddy. All right, there we go. All right. For Brandon Lang, I'm Scott Seidenberg. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review to the Sharp Edge Sports Betting Podcast because we're going to be bringing straight heat throughout the remainder of the summer as we lead into football season. I can smell it. It's here. All right, Brandon, shoot them straight, uh, sink those putts, and continue to uh, enjoy your private jets. Thank you, buddy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.